Yeah, Welcome to Super now. House episode. What is it? 50, 59, dude. <laughs> Welcome to episode 59 of Super House Podcast. So it's that Logan talk, boys. Oh. Oh, here we go. Oh, yes. What do you need from me, sir? Can we I wait? Need... Can we have have one of silence. A moment of silence. Super oh, House for podcast <laughs> first. Moment of silence for. Okay, we can for Wolverine. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Then right, fucking gonna... Patrick Stewart's Charles, for that matter. Uh, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and send us out. was a moment. Okay, was, that was good. Was, we did it, guys. We, 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 we had a moment. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, All right, cool. We can move forward. I feel good I actually about have that. the Wolverine on right now. <laughs> Mad respect. Oh, I gotta watch that shit, son. Oh, shit, player. All right, Maddie, take it away. Oh, fuck. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Oh, Logan's so, so fucking good. It's very good. I mean, I don't, like, know how much I want to get into until we just, like, start, like, just getting into it but get it's great. into it right now the time <sighs> is now all right cool uh <laughs> i mean from the trailer from the get-go i was like this wolverine is gonna be the fucking wolverine movie that we've been asking for since probably since the first x-men movie came out you know maybe not this timeline but like the r-ratedness just the visceral the brutality of it i mean we've been asking for this movie for a while and uh mangold and jagman deliver on hugh's Hugh's last outing as Wolverine. Um, it's just, it's great. Uh, um, I just like everything I love about it. Um, uh, dude, man, X-23 is great. Fucking, uh, it's probably the best, like, Professor X I've seen. So good. I'm glad I got to hear uh, Xavier curse. Yeah, I never right. knew I wanted it till he did it a bunch. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Stephen Merchant as Caliban was also great. Um, you oh, know, um, yeah. Boyd Hallbrook as, um, I don't know the character's name, but he was also really good. Peter the Reavers. Yeah. Um, and uh, the guy that played uh, the Rice character, too. Also, like, the whole cast was just so good. I'd like, uh, the main cast, anyway, like, a little bit to be desired from the rest of the cast of kids that they're trying to save. There's going to be spoilers in this. Yeah. So don't even okay. listen to this shit. If you, like, if you haven't seen Logan by this, at this point, you're either too busy. <laughs> but I don't even think that's an excuse. I mean, it's a fucking Wolverine. Then you can just like, sit on attack. <laughs> yeah, basically. Standard um, Superhouse spoiler disclaimer. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I just I, I just felt all of it was solid. Now, saying that, um, I did have a bit of an issue with X-24, uh, the Wolverine actual clone. So, and it's Hugh Jackman playing a younger, like the young version of himself. So... I don't know, man. Like, that's the only thing that took me out of it. Not enough for me to hate this movie. But when it first showed up, I was like, oh, fuck, this is it, man. This is downhill. This is where the movie loses me. Like, it's over. It's over at this point. But it didn't. I just, like, I needed to see how this movie ended. I needed to see, like, what their plan was with this X-24 character. And it was, just, like, to me, it was just kind of something I didn't, I didn't actually need it. Like, I would have been fine with him just fighting a bunch of fucking Reavers at the end yeah. and them ultimately besting him and getting the conclusion of the film that we got. I think it's just the kind of film it is. And I think some, I read a review where someone was like, in a negative review, say, uh, 
No Country for Old X-Men. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I enjoy that. Like, it, like I wish it would have yeah, stayed totally. that. I wish I would have, I wish it would have stayed that way. This kind of like, um, thing, uh, just, I, I felt like X-24 was like the weird sci-fi thing I didn't want. Like, this X-24 would have been cooler in X-Men Origins Wolverine, you know? I'm like, holy shit, that's a cool idea, instead of shitty-ass yeah. Deadpool. But at this point, it's just like, I liked, the, I liked how, like, the Reavers weren't really, like, mutants. They're just genetically enhanced humans through, like, robotics and whatever else. They didn't really go into, like, what they can and can't do. I know in, like, the comics, they're fucking, like, some of them have, like, wheels for legs and, like, fucking bazookas for arms and shit, and, like, they're fucking crazy looking. Um... But uh, I just, I like that, just this, you know, just that, like, kind of down-to-earth, like, let's try to set it in this realistic landscape. And they did that, and I felt like, giving it this bit of an edge of, like, oh, we've just cloned Wolverine, like, the comic book person in me kind of comes out a little bit, and it was like, ah, but, like, where'd they get that full DNA strand? Because from the X-23 comics, they don't have a complete strand, and so that's why they make it a woman, and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I was just like, all this, and just, like, my head started. And, you know, and it's like, I was just like, oh, you know, it's, I, I, you know, I feel like the time that they took with X-24, maybe we could have gotten a couple of cooler moments with more Laura and Logan, you know? some more father-daughter moments instead of, like, doing all, like, what they did. You could still potentially have the same movie and get rid of X-24. But that's probably, like, my biggest beef with the entire movie. Um, I talked to my dad about it. He fucking loved this film. Oh, really? Yeah, he loved it. Like, no complaints. Like, I was like, well, what would you think about X-24? He's like, oh, I thought it was awesome. Like, (laughs) younger Wolverine. And I was like, of course you did. Um, But, um, you know, like, I get it. It's just... I, you know, out of all of the, the, the villains that encompass a Wolverine comic, it's, you know, I feel like they could have used someone else that was a little down to earth and kind of give us another nod to his universe. Um, I was really hoping for a small Sabretooth moment, just because I don't really think Sabretooth has had his due. And it's like, I mean, that's fucking, that's Wolverine's villain dog. That's his Joker, you know? Yeah, 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 true. And true. I, I, they've yeah. never really played that up. And I didn't want Sabretooth as the main villain. I wanted it maybe as like, I think a cool moment um, in X-Men Origins Wolverine rewatching it. That's a shitty movie, by the way. I'm not condoning this film, that it's good by any means. But when they team up the end to take out that shitty Deadpool, and then he's like, I'll yeah. be back for you, just not now, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is cool. I like this. I would have liked to have seen just two older guys, an older Liv Schreiber, just being like, it what was it cool really worth? Liv like, <laughs> yeah, I think he's a great Sabretooth, man. Yeah. I had no beef with him being Sabretooth. He can, he's got the acting chops to pull it off. You know, he's like... And some of those scenes in uh, Origins, I just think, you know, like that he he pulls off like an animal, like a more animalistic bird, like you know, than uh, even Wolverine in that movie, you know. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. I just thought it would have been cool for a little moment, maybe to help the kids get across the Canada or something, or he sets up something for them to meet him somewhere. I don't know, just like a little moment, just to kind of, because I mean, they fucking threw in the adamantium bullet for Christ's sakes, right? right like right. just to tie it up. Yeah. It's like you couldn't have given given Liv Schreiber a small role just for them to just kind of mm. like, even like even at the gravesite, he could have seen like Victor Creed or something. Like, Holy fuck, Saber dude died! What did Wolverine no. kill him? Like just like a little nod yeah. here and there. I'm not saying like throw it full of like, I no no me. Uh, I did not want X Men Origins Wolverine. I did not need that convoluted piece of shit with so many fucking members of you know his uh the task force they can throw in there and all that bullshit i didn't need that you know um for this film but i just think like they're just like core people you know i needed and i think Sabretooth would have been a great addition you know for a little moment um 
But yeah, I mean, besides that, man, I I really want to watch it again just because of I kind of as soon as X twenty four kind of shut off a little bit, and I was just like fuck. And then like I was like fuck, he killed fucking he fucking killed Charles Xavier, that motherfucker, you know. So like I wanted him to get his. It's just I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what to say. There's just so much. Uh, the fight scenes are fucking brutal as fuck, man. Uh, I was really scared when uh, they announced that X-23 would be the young, the uh, younger girl in it. I was like, well, how intense can these fucking battle scenes be? Like, how good is she going to be? Holy fuck, dude. This little girl. I think my favorite scene is is when she's, like, using the claws as a, like, punching a X-24. Just, like, over oh, and over man. again and screaming. And it was just so fucking brutal. And, like, you'd yeah. seen her do it before. And, like, Wolverine even does it in it. And it's just like, oh, it's so good. Um I love all the choreograph. Like, uh, I think we talked about on here how, like, whenever they make Wolverine jump in a movie and do, like, his diving claw thing, it's never looked that good. I think they did yeah. it in this film. I think it looked great. I think they even gave Laura her yeah. due when she jumps off his back into those the flying leap thing. It's just like, man, like, these scenes couldn't have been choreographed better to show, like, the brutality of, you know, b- like, uh, just fucking berserker Wolverine. And, like, this little girl who just has this abundance of energy like she just could not stop you know and uh that was really great to see i was also getting nervous through the first half of the movie uh when she wasn't talking i was like you're really gonna keep this girl silent like i need to see her act in front of fucking hugh jackman i need to see it i need to see it now and then she she does and uh that scene where she punches him in the face is great like she's just so mad i love it it's (laughs) like it's such like a it's like a logan moment he just oh fuck and just punches someone she's like you don't understand you know um uh, I just, uh, I love it. Uh, um, you know, I, my only, like, I just keep on thinking about, I was like, well, how did she learn all this badassness? Cause I know how she learned it. Cause I read the comics, but there's no real explanation how she's so badass, which at the same time, I'm like, no, no questions asked. She's just berserker mode. Just that's what happens when you go berserker. So, uh, but yeah, man, I thought it, uh, just the whole thing. It's great. Logan's a great movie. Um, it could have been bad. Parts of it could have been good, kind of like the Wolverine, but, you know, I, it, this is, it's fucking good, man. Um, I just hope, like, I don't know. Um, I just, uh, to, I'm gonna let someone else go, but just to let people know, this will make it, this made me cry. I got so emotional. <laughs> Xavier dies, yeah. which it hit me, and I was like, hold it in, you're a man, you can hold this in. <laughs> you know, I get to it, I get, as soon as, like, as soon as Laura says daddy, I was like, holy fuck, I did not think it would go there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. And then I was like, all right, well, that's it. That's all I can do. And I was like, that cross looks weird. And then when she's turning, I was like, what's she going to? I was like, she's putting it in a fucking X. Don't do it. Don't do it. And as soon as it lays down in that like final shot, man, I was like, I lost it. I was just like tears streaming. I was like, oh, my God, this is better. This is the best ending for Wolverine. It's better than the death of Wolverine comic. And it has like the fucking rogues gallery of fucking Wolverine villains in it. And this movie doesn't. And it right. captured that just like, it just captured it, man. It's like, this is what you go out on, you know? Right, um, right. One last thing. A lot of people were like upset there was no like after thing, you know, to get tease you for the next X-Men movie or whatever. And I will say, fuck you. <laughs> I don't need that anymore. I mean, I'll take it with my Marvel movies, but just to expect it from every film now, it's shitty. You also like, got I Deadpool just want... in the beginning. It's like you, you got no, it I, right, like, right up front. I don't understand that either. I mean, I, like, the Deadpool thing is, like, it, you know, whatever. Like, that's cool. I just, I feel like no one sees a movie to see the movie anymore. It's just like, ooh, what's next? 
Right, you know, right, it's right, like right, they right. don't like the thing I loved about Logan was it ended. It's like let you let me let you think about what the fuck just happened through this entirety of this movie. You just lost fucking Wolverine. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Think about that. When's the, you know? Yeah. And then I thought back to the first X Men movie. How I was like, who the fuck's Hugh Jackman? Blah blah blah. He's not my Wolverine. He's too tall. And then now I'm fucking sitting here crying like, oh my oh, right. god, I need like five more Wolverine movies. Why do you have to leave? <laughs> you know, like he's fucking Wolverine now and. That's a testament to his acting ability and him owning this character and, you know, doing the best he could with, like, restraints. You know, I'm not saying every X-Men or every Wolverine movie's been great, and I've had my issues with all of them, you know. Um, but I think he gave his best with, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of studio bullshit that he probably fought with consistently about making, you know, who knows what the negotiations were for this fucking movie. Oh, fucking, um, uh, I actually read that that Jackman had to go personally convince... Casada to write the to draw the comics for the movie. Like Casada yeah. didn't want to do it or something. He thought it was like weird that it were comics within the movie. Some sort of you know reservation about doing it. But it's so meta, it's so it calls to itself. Yeah, yeah. So no, he, dude, I fucking loved it. It was great. I know. I, I liked it too, but I think it's like Jack, it wasn't like some producer that did that. Jackman had to go convince Casada himself. Apparently, that's what I read anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, from, like, Fox's standpoint, I mean, we've seen Fox fuck up, like, X-Men so much so they had to make a movie to redo everything. Because when I was watching Logan, I was like, how the fuck did he get his claws back? And I was like, oh, yeah, Days of Future Past. Like, they fucked it up that bad that they had to redo everything. Like, I can't yeah. even imagine what it was to even get this movie made. Like, you know, who knows what they actually wanted to do with it. But, like, you know, like, we got an R-rated Wolverine, so... You know, a few Jackman had to bow out after this. It's like, man, who knows how long this dude's been fighting for just a film like this, you know? Um, so, I don't know, man. It's great. Uh, I'm going to pass it on to someone else because, I don't know. I feel like I talked a lot. There's a lot of emotions stirring inside me. I want to go watch it again, <laughs> um, like right now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the most brutal fucking thing I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. Like. I, you know, I knew I, I was going in knowing it was rated R. I had seen the Red Band trailer. I, I, I knew that they were going to be claws going through dudes' brains. But I was not Woo! expecting this kind of like, like in the first 10 minutes, you get to see a better Berserker Barrage there than we've seen in the past <laughs> like 10 movies. I mean, Agreed. even like you guys, you guys know what I said about ah. X-Men Apocalypse. Sure, the Weapon X thing was great, but it, it didn't have the intensity that I wanted. This had that intensity. Like pretty much not the whole fucking movie, which was insane. Yeah. But I'll, you know, it wasn't just intense. The emotional scenes were also incredibly well done. And Patrick Stewart, man, give it up because I mean, we all know this guy's a great actor. Bad but ass. he's playing Professor X in a different way, with a mental problem now. So it's oh, another, that's another layer to the acting he has to do, and he does it fucking flawlessly. He makes yeah. you cry. He he, you know, you you. He, there's that scene where he's like, this is the best day I've had in a long time, and then he dies oh. right after that. <laughs> and that fucking... That I fucking don't deserve it. Yeah, I know. When he says, I don't deserve it, uh, you know, because apparently he... I don't deserve it. The backstory of the X-Men. The backstory that's not I remember movie, what happened at Westchester. Wolverine kills everybody in, in the comics, right? But but yeah. Patrick Stewart, or Professor X, he... He kills them all with that with that uh, mental. He kills them heartstrings, man. Yeah. There, there's a moment that it seems like almost Wolverine also might have done some terrible things too. I remember, yeah, because yeah. 
Because yeah. I think they kind of nodded to like the old man Logan comic was saying that, but then also Professor X was also like, yeah, we both. Seems like they both did their fair share of whatever happened during that event. When, so. when Hugh Jackman is near the water too, man. Uh, I mean, whenever he's burying him and he's saying it's near the water and he can't really get the sentence out. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That was <laughs> that was like a bit too. Like I could barely take that. That was that was like oh, that was a lot. And then, of course, they, that was like on the waterfront. Or the ending yeah. scene. I mean, they're in North Dakota on the Canadian border. Castle I thought that was kind of it's kind of cool that he he wasn't quite in Canada, but he was really close to his home country as well. I don't know if that is yeah. a huge deal, but it was kind of cool that you know he's Wolverine's Canadian character, which it's, is which he's like the ultimate yeah. Canadian superhero, really. Yeah. And uh, that yeah. was that was cool. And yeah, that dude, the cross turning into an X. I actually didn't even see that coming until she did it. I thought that was. So cool and, and creative. I don't know if that's ever been in the comics, but that was fucking it's, awesome. To me, it reminded me of like a page you would see. Yeah, like exactly. For a death of a character. And I was just like, oh my God. Bottom right of the panel, the end, you know? Yeah, the last page of the comic. Fucking yeah. lost. I like how gas. anti-religious it was. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> yeah. shit like that. And, and like all, all the elements too. No element is really wasted. I mean, I, I know you didn't like X-24. I, you know, watching the movie, I didn't. I didn't really have any qualms about it. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And plus, whenever he first kills, you know, when he sinks his claws into Professor X, you know, I, I had noticed that he, you know, was wearing a black shirt, but it was still a little bit too quick for it to fully register for me. So yeah. there's still a part of my mind where I was like, is this, is, is, did we, did he just kill him? Like, what is he, is this mind control? What happened here? <laughs> And I, I kind of like a Wolverine versus Wolverine fight too, yeah. which was really cool. And there's also the you know we discussed this off off air, but uh, there's a what do you call it like a metaphorical aspect to this. They didn't really dive into it in the movie, yeah. but Wolverine is able to see that put himself into this position where he's looking into a mirror of somebody that's just like him, but is without emotion, is not emotionally available, uh, a character that. That that is just pure rage, pure berserker. Went full full dark side, you know. Yeah. So for him to see this, it's there's probably something that 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 can change inside of him, especially if he's not emotionally available to this daughter that he had. And I was thinking at first that he, that they were going to go down that route a little bit during the movie, and they ultimately didn't. So actually, yeah, you might be right in that sense that it's 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 a it's a it's a factor or an element of this movie that is a bit. Uh, not as used well in in a movie where the other factors are used so well. I mean, you you introduce an animanium bullet early on in the movie. You introduce these kids fairly early on. Uh, you, you know, you have the powers from that that Professor X is is that 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 he has, and just just everything else. I mean, all the powers going away, but not, they're not completely gone away. Then when you get to the end and everything, the kid, the kids come back around. They they have their 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 time to shine. And the animanium bullet, we mentioned that a couple times in passing, but now that's a huge deal and it's used in a different way. And you know, there's there's like, I wouldn't call them like, yeah, I guess it's kind of like plot holes. Yeah, they're they're they tie up all the subplots, or I guess you I don't know the factors of the scripts really well. It's a pretty tightly written movie overall, you know. Yeah. Even the western that they're watching, you know, that becomes like a big scene at at at, the, at his burial. And uh, fuck, dude, I Shane. mean, why the fuck can't they do this every time? I, I, they're gonna do it a lot more, I guess, from now on. But this already superhero maybe shit, dude. We'll see a change. Yeah, and plus, I mean, 
People are experiencing, you see this in the news a lot, superhero movie fatigue. Okay, great. You don't have to see it for one, but also... <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange or whatever. It's a good example. But uh, <laughs> you, see, you see this, and, and, and it's, it's, it's entirely different. Completely fucking different. It's really grounded, for one. I mean, Wolverine's powers aren't that crazy. And, yeah. I mean, those fucking robotic arms, dude, holy shit. That's like... That was that was executed perfectly. That CGI on those hands. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Caliban. What was that guy's name? Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant. Excellent fucking actor, dude. Couldn't fucking believe that. I mean, I didn't. I don't didn't know much about Caliban. I know he was in a, uh, in Apocalypse. He had one scene, but um, yeah. But I just thought that that guy was such an incredible actor. I could just have Caliban and Vision talk about life and philosophy for like three hours in a movie, and I'd be totally yeah. entranced. Imagine the conversations him and, and him and Logan had, you know, like yeah, yeah, how, yeah. How well yeah. they developed their characters, like bouncing off one another, was like for nobody knows who fucking Caliban is, even if they saw Apocalypse, you know, like right, barely. Right, right. And so, like, just having this character and just um, you know the the history that they build in, you know, like the dialogue in this film was really good. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, yeah, that that guy fucking owned that role, man. It's a shame he he died. Like all the yeah. main characters died pretty much, except for X twenty three. But uh, it, it's like he was just it's just so fucking good. And uh, and I haven't talked about X twenty three yet that much. But yeah, she I she was totally surprising. I mean, I knew she was gonna be good, but I didn't know she was gonna be quite this good. And I didn't know she was. I mean, apparently she's not Mexican in the comic, but that's an, she's Mexican in the movie. And that's like another factor. There's a language barrier as well, sort of, kind of. I mean, she speaks English sort of okay. But uh, that's another barrier that's between the two characters. And and it's just, I mean, the level of intensity that this little girl has when she's screaming, you know, you really feel it. You feel feel her berserker as well. Like this this gene passed the fuck on, you know. (laughs) So... uh, uh, that's all I got to say about that. Go ahead, Stefan. Um, yeah, this movie, I saw it Thursday night. I like one of the earlier screenings. Oh shit. You saw it before any of us probably. Holy shit, man. I was the first, like the first like 10 minutes. Um, so right before the movie started, this girl kicked me in the head. <laughs> cause I was like, le- she didn't, she didn't see me. Well, she didn't really kick me in the head, but she didn't see me in my seat. Cause I was kind of slumped down after the trailers and then yeah. this foot comes up and then like it goes by my head. I was like, oh, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and she was man. nice. She was like, she was like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. I didn't see anybody. There's nobody else in that row, which is how I like it. That's usually how I do it. When I go to the movies, like I have a whole row. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm just kidding. Damn. I'm just kidding. It just played out that way at the time, and it was like totally cool. But then, like, I had this kind of like audience relationship, kind of aware of these people. Like, we're aware of each other now. So when I'm reacting, I'm kind of like wondering what they're thinking and how much, how big of X Men fans they are, you know. But that first like ten minutes, I was I was like audibly like I was like, oh shit, like oh my god, <laughs> like they're going there, <laughs> like what the yeah. fuck, and like I was I was like exclaiming in these ways that. You know, like anybody would really maybe shouldn't at the movies, but (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, there was moments I couldn't I was like, I love from right from the get go. They're just like they're just like this is like we're going to just do this. We're going to do this for the diehards. We can do this for the people that like want to see the violence. But we're also going to touch on some of the reasons why like Wolverine is cursed. You know what I mean? This whole story is like it's about a man who's been running from his problems his entire life. You know what I mean? Just like cutting through bad guys, killing, you know, knowing he's a killer, being having been bred to be a killer, training, 
and that that not having any kind of effect on or probably had some effect or i mean obviously has a huge effect on his emotional state i guess but you know not having an effect on his forward momentum until this girl comes along and like because you know it seems like he's almost just like kind of waiting to die himself he's just like oh, yeah, going, totally, yeah. going through the motions and like those few moments where he gets to kick up some dirt which for him is just kicking up dirt for other people it's like they're dead you know like right, they're right, right. fucked and 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 we don't see that as an audience member because we see our beloved wolverine and we're like yeah i kicked those guys asses they're bad guys but you know like probably had to do that to people all different types of people bad or good through his military experience or through the brainwashing weapon x days and stuff and this movie without having those good representations of those in previous movies like just having like all the wolverine scenes from all the movies because i bet it makes one long great fucking weird movie but um <laughs> not that first one man not the first but, one. <laughs> but this, this first one does this have some, some moments takes those themes of or, or kind of what's that Oh, I was just uh-huh. saying the first movie does have moments like there's some cool like Wolverine moments. Yeah, in the first sure. film. for sure. I love like the first, you know, the first two films and uh, even in first class, that little moment, the fuck off moment was like great. You know, oh, like yeah, we just true. love seeing Hugh Jackman play Wolverine and and James Mangold and him. They played off that history, but not just the history from the comics. Like they played very little from the history of comics, but they they kind of toyed around with the movie universe. And it started getting me thinking about these movies and like what they've meant to me and like what the X-Men means to me. And, and you know, so the lines between professor Xavier and Wolverine, all that stuff, the first, just the state that you see the professor X and like, they're all tortured. They all like by just being mutants, you know what I mean? And, and in 2029, you know, humans are like, all right, these fucking mutants aren't around anymore. And this movie does a good job of showing why mutants are so fucking dangerous in a lot of ways. Um, example, Professor X and like, you know, the most powerful mental weapon on the planet is, is, has a screw loose. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like this unchecked power and like, he's not even responsible for it anymore. So he has to be like hidden away. And, and, you know, that whole, the whole father son relationship, they play it off. Like that's been that from the get go. Yeah. Beautiful to see, man. It was so fucking just like. You know, Professor X is like, like, why am I here? Why am I in this? Is this for your own good? And he's like, no, no, it's not. It's not. You know, it's like then then you're like, oh, you're like what what horrible shit has Wolverine done to keep Professor Xavier this this docile? Because there are moments where Xavier, like when he gets the, the people to go go home with them and get the dinner and everything like. He's still calculating things, you know, but. There is something Professor X got wrong. that got yeah. that family killed, by the way, dude. That's I mean, he couldn't have seen that. Yeah, coming, he got but... them killed. He killed his own family, you know, and then those lines that he's saying. It's like it's it, it's so good because it rounds out all this entire movie universe and in, in a lot of ways, you know, like. You got the young team my, there, too. It's still set up for yeah. a sequel, but you, you get yeah. the closure with two. Yeah, but my characters. assumption is my assumption is Charles at Westchester killed, you know, like the core Oh, yeah. we don't see that yes, that's anymore, that's you know? yeah that's he, been confirmed yeah he probably and, killed the entire school yeah, yes. yeah yeah but probably the ones they care about most and there's that there's the line when um xavier's like you're such a disappointment you know he's like telling wolverine like you turned into such a like we like there's so much higher hopes for you but a lot of what's come down on them is is professor x 
is doing in a lot of ways and that's come up in a lot of the earlier comics too just like is should charles xavier really truly is he just helping this whole mutant front is magneto really just kind of like wake you know what i mean because so much terrible shit happens to these mutants and i think they did a good job in this movie of like showing you how dangerous mutants are and like the plight of them and like there's a very subtle metaphor of like latino kids trying to get across the border and shit like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. i liked a lot of and you know like from shane and using that stuff for the the that is in the movie to describe him and describe his life and then like x24 seen, you, at first like stefan actually you said that you're a western fan yes you've seen shane yeah. or, or no say yeah you've seen shane so other than that, yeah, that final uh, uh, thing that they say, is there are there any other parallels with the movie and this movie? Well, uh, I can't. I've, I've seen Shane a long time ago. I'm not. I guess I'm not that like huge fan of westerns. I love westerns, but I'm like, um, but I know that you know, like, well, they touched on it because you know they're talking about all that whole thing of like, you know, a man's got to be what a man's got to be, and you know, he's a he's a killer and he knows it. X twenty four was a way for Wolverine to know what he, to see what he's done to others because it's happening to him and people he cares about now especially right. professor x you know no matter what this is the weapon that he was created to be except he happened he still had a soul that by by whoa stefan you you clicked on the uh, by, I, hit the, I hit the mute button sorry all right say it again um yeah so he, you know he was he was created to be this ultimate weapon with free will you know to be a good a soldier and to be able to you know, for whatever parameters that they needed or variables that they needed him to be cognizant that way. But the world that we're living in now, they just need a weapon. And those kids weren't working, which which was um which was cool. You know, they couldn't like in a lot of ways and they're still and they're mutants and they're, you know, they're being hidden away from society. So X twenty four kind of took me out of it for a little bit, but then I liked kind of that visual metaphor of him like facing himself and finding like things coming full circle and it being the thing that killed him, like his, the rage and ferocity that he, he encapsulates is, is now turned fully on him and he's just got to finish this one thing for sake of it's the right thing to do. And they do a good job of setting that up. Like it's the right thing to do. And it's not just Laura, you know, and, I just I heard that I've I mean, never seen was, Shane, but I've heard Shane is also about a dude's kind of yeah. last hurrah type of film. I I I I think I might be confusing it with Pale Rider, but I think it's the whole like you know famous like off, go off into the sunset kind of thing. Right, um, was made famous in Shane, and that you know that kind of happened in Logan, you know, and I like the parts I teared up on were definitely the Professor X stuff, and especially like the father son relationship there when he says it's oh he's my dad. You know, he says it like right, he's had right. to say. He says it like he's had to say that before. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, and it shows how good Wolverine is, even though like, even as bad as he wants to be, and as bad as he knows he can be, he's like, he still can't help himself. You know, he has to. And they kind of sewed up this these themes with what they introduced with Rogue and um, Jubilee and like the cartoon and stuff. Like he's always had this kind of like that's his little buddy kind of role but it's never up until now been like a father-daughter role um, right and it was really cool to just see them together and he took that responsibility to a point where he's like all right that's as far as i signed on for you know and then and then that became the other true test of of action 
was really good. I like I like the you know this was a good way to like deconstruct the superheroes in contrast to like Batman versus Superman. You know, it's just so bleak and it's bleak emotionally, it's bleak psycho psychologically. And as bleak as Logan is as a film, it's so full of hope, it's so full of love. And like, you know, I just like watching this movie, I was just going through all those moments, cartoons, comic books, action figures. And I was just like, damn, this is like really a changing. When that of the kid guard is here. holding the Wolverine action figure at the end. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Love so awesome, man. Yeah. It's, th it's those, so those good. When, when, when he's. When he feels like when he when he finds out that the coordinates are from the comic book and he feels like that's a big lie and he he's telling Laura he's like he's like people just made this up you know and then and and you believed it it wasn't like that it was it was like it was like full of pain and it was like it was it was not good you know they paint it they paint it so like bombastically and the I love how they had I, that it yeah. took the liberty to do that I wanted to talk about that too we we also talked this off the air but while I was yeah. watching the movie I kind of felt like. Why you know there's a second where you're like why is this real you know why is this not just a comic book thing in the movie, but mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if this is true or not I'd have to see an interview with the director or something but the I think it's possible that the kids were all reading these comics you know they're kids that read comics they uh -huh. see these coordinates they type the coordinates in they see the comics they see the coordinates in the comic right they they right. they type in the coordinates to Google Maps. They find that it's in North Dakota, and then it's like this code that they all got the idea from this comic, and they they yeah. make they make this fake thing real within the movie. Right, I love that too. Like it's so such an ambiguous kind of like ending for them because you know it opens it up, and and it, you know there's the you had the call out to Richter, and um, I don't think much of the other mutants were very like famous or or popular. Probably just made up for the movie, but. Um, you know, they made it, they point, pointed attention at this like earth moving, like Latino mutant and stuff. And we know that they're going to do mute, new mutants and a television show. And I wonder if they're going to connect, but it seemed like this film really kind of like put the ashes out, not only on Wolverine, but on that X-Men film universe, as we know it now, things are going to change now. They kind of have I, to, for it to be. Well, we get changed. supernova before. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so yeah. they need to reboot yeah. the whole fucking thing, but keep Deadpool because Deadpool is fucking. Yeah, and Deadpool anyway. might be the channel to get these 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 things to because it's a lot of how like like what Star Wars is doing. Um, you know, it's it's like, it's not completely about the Jedi. You know, it's about other people that live like salt of the earth, like blue collar lives. That's interesting. And shit, you know what I mean? And it's it's for everybody. And so now, like you know, with Legion. Um, we're seeing more like there's other mutants in this universe and the cool thing is is like you know they're dangerous and and the whole the cool thing with logan and this comic book um it's you know the way that they ground it in our reality because it's like as far as we know from the movies as it's grounded in our kind of reality or the parallel reality that it creates is that there there's it's a clandestine operation of very few like people hear about mutants you never no one none is in your town you know what i mean you don't know anybody who's a fucking mutant but if you go to new york city i guarantee you, you're going to see a mutant you know like <laughs> like right you know by doing that like kind of meta thing and like grounding things it's good cuz it it lends a lot of like like gravitas like i think might be the word to the universe that we've gotten on film it kind of in the same way i feel like the Force Awakens and Rogue One validate certain things from the prequels. I feel like Logan kind of validates a lot of things from the shittier aspects of the X-Men films. And it's just like, you know what? Like, take it for what it is. Like, you know, like, be glad that you've had Hugh Jackman for fucking 17 years as this character. Bone claws or not. 
<laughs> just like you know, just fucking, all right. Fine, like, Stefan. Fine. God, if you say so. Just like accept. Just accept like what this is here, and then and then listen to what we're trying to say to you now because they do. James Mangold did such a good job of like and like I think you said it. Really, it seems like he really loved loves Wolverine. You know, we yeah, all love Wolverine, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. whole time through the movie, I was just like. This is such a like a beautiful swan song, and I'm like, it's so bittersweet. It's like, why does it have to end, dude? Think like, about this trilogy, dude, man. Just fucking, you have this trilogy. Strap them claws on every every year or so, just like for what is it? A couple months? You got to shoot a movie? Come on. No, I'm the, for, <laughs> the, the the this is this is probably the only movie trilogy that gets better each one. Wolverine is or uh, Origins or whatever the fuck it's called is terrible. Yeah. The Wolverine's yeah. pretty good. Right. And then Logan is like, what? You know. Yeah. This this is it's got to be the only was, only one that does this. Yeah. It was yeah. this film was just this movie was just so incredibly moving to me. And and man, I cry, could bro? like Did I, you cry, bro? I teared up a couple times. I teared up the first time you see Professor X cuz I was like, holy shit, like how the mighty have fallen, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. Like these are two Omega mutants in a, in a fucking yeah yeah tipped yeah. over water tower together in the middle of nowhere in a world that doesn't need them you know what I mean like a world that doesn't want fucking mutants around you know everybody's getting along great going to prom you know like um going gambling or whatever to me it, is. it was interesting like, that you heard the word muty a lot uh, and it's yeah. like not cheesy at all like the way they delivered the word muty in the line I don't this is the kind of shit I think of when I see the movie but it was just like yeah damn, this fucking shit works. So you can have a totally realistic X-Men movie Yeah. from, you know, I don't know. I just That's just the kind yeah. of shit I was thinking. It, it, it kind of painted the picture of the plight, you know, even when people were recognizing Wolverine and he's like, ah, oh, I think you got the wrong guy or whatever. He was able to dodge it. Like, he's probably been able to dodge the fame that they've garnered, you know, because some people know about him, which is which I think is really cool and... But not many, and it, it, to me, it lends a lot of credence, like Days of Future Past, and that those it was kind of a very kind of like political movie, and its execution, right, right, right. you know, probably just because it was in DC, I guess. But but you know, it had that, you know, to me, I'm just like, yeah, like I could see like these governmental powers like struggling to suppress like the mutant, the oh, mutant dude, be fear existence, yeah. and and by doing so, creating a mutant creating a mutant agenda and getting people scared of it. So like all those moments from like X2 and like, I remember X2 and when Iceman, when Bobby is like talking to his parents, like, did you ever just try not being a mutant? Like it's a funny joke and it points at the, the, the social issue that's there. Iceman's fucking dead in 2029 for sure. Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it shows how like they all, they just have to keep under wraps and, you know, Wolverine has government ties. Professor X has government ties. Like, space and shit he has space girlfriends and you know like <laughs> and, or for or in the movie universe in the movie universe anyway like first class you know they worked closely with the cia and you know always been kind of embroiled in these these never-ending battles this kind of like cold war origin that just is sprawling and sprawling and sprawling and i thought about the four issue mini where wolverine dies and how like lackluster it was and seeing this one i was like that's a good death this is a fitting it's also you know people so, keep mentioning nobody Jackman. wants to let go People keep mentioning Hugh Jackman, but I mean Patrick Stewart's been in this shit just as long. Not as big as a role, obviously, but and 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 this is a guy, and that, 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 and that that's came why from that was Next cool. Generation, and, and you know, not that everything that came out of Next Generation was great, yeah. but there was definitely a lot of great stuff from Next Generation, and even First Contact is one of the best Star yeah. Trek movies, in my opinion. But uh, no, so I agree. He's, I think he's that's been what from, makes the relationship so profound. I'm like, 
he's I'm just saying he he's been from really good shit that's in nerd culture as well and but you know the other X Men movies yeah. have been have been swordfish real bad to <laughs> no, to, to pretty good decent you know but it's good that, that he too got this kind of yeah. closure in in this way and you know there's even that line where he's like I can't do yeah. another one because it's it's not going to be as good and he's probably he might be right I mean I actually hope he's yeah. not right but I understand his position in life you know not wanting to do it again. Uh, it's, and I dude, like how, cool, like, I wish cool there shit. was more, uh, yeah, I wish, th- I wish there was a little bit more, like, Weapon X kind of stuff bleeding in, in Logan, but it was nice that they, like, very subtle touch, like, the scientist Rice, Dr. Rice or whatever, and that little moment is like, I think I killed your father, um, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if we saw that on film. I don't think Probably so. Not maybe. specifically. Um, right, yeah, but we, by those who have read the Barry Windsor, like, you know that you're familiar with that. And I love just how they have that moment that's kind of comedic, but it's it sums the whole movie up. It's just like a movie of accepting what is and doing what's right. Right, right, right. Running and fighting all the time, everything like Professor X, like that he get he's done. He's done when he's like, This is the most perfect day I've had in a long time. And yeah, it's yeah. great that he can have that peace in the end. I mean, uh, right before being stabbed in the chest to death by adamantium claws but but he has this moment where he comes to terms with it and i think all the characters come to terms with that especially laura in her new you know x23 is going to move on and she's a force to be reckoned with and she spent time with her you know her father enough so to get to know him and get to like you know like it speaks true to like a lot of american families and father-daughter relationships father-son relationships even like it's it's it was such a good fucking movie (laughs) i couldn't believe it i wish i could have seen it again before we talked about it because i wanted to be fresher but i it was just like and i love the dude um was his name hoyt uh with the robot hand oh um oh yeah. yeah i think his name's uh Boyd Halbert, or yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy was really good, and he like kind of helped like keep the waters afloat. And I love how he's like big fan, by the way. You know, it's like he's just yeah. he's just working for some other clandestine military operation. Anybody else feel like, he was like Zorg from Fifth Element though? A little bit. Anybody else get totally that? that. Yeah, he had that. He had, he had like a he had like that southern kind of like um. Uh, I, I, cool I don't. I don't annoyance. see it. <laughs> Real? Oh my god! I, I, it's I, only I, because I, I, he's I, not I, as I, outlandish. He's, yeah, he's not his mouth, the mouth movement. There's a certain way Gary Oldman moves his mouth at times. I think it, it's because he's trying yeah. to affect a southern accent or something, coming from British to this. I don't know I what it is. He but, reminds then, but this me. guy had the same thing on top of being a having a southern accent, not as outlandish, but a little bit, a little bit in that way. I don't yeah. know, but I definitely got that vibe. Uh, I think that that I mean, guy really, would have made a really, really cool can't. gambit. Like the way he Damn. sauntered in with his jacket, I was like, "Fuck, this guy could have played Gambit." Damn, dude, that's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah, he would have been a great Gambit, um, and he did a good job of kind of like rounding out the film. I, you know, I do. I like I said, I do like the X twenty four thing. I'm pretty happy with how it is. I, I I'd like to say that I'd like for it to be one way or another, but um, I think the element in the, the whole the way is, the entire is, thing is, is a little weird, out. but. But like X twenty four, the action scenes yeah. in and of itself were just yeah. they were hype, dude. They was like Yeah, and, the, and, the, and the, you it's got, definitely and, like, and you know it's like 
with shit. with Wolverine, I you know I, I think about that like that Nathan Drake kind of conundrum that's uh, that happens at the end of Uncharted Four where it's all happy like oh yeah we I was a treasure hunter it's like it doesn't mention the five hundred you know like the thousands of pe- men he murdered <laughs> you know like right, right, right. getting to certain treasure you know and um oh, fuck I lost my train of thought but I felt like Logan kind of hey shit balls. You lost your train of thought completely. Yeah, well, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Help me remember. X24 <laughs> shit. Wait, Holbrook. Oh, the X24. Oh, I'm just. I was just saying, like, like I'm happy with the way that <laughs> the film turned out, and like the things that they were able to touch on with you know, Wolverine's character. Kind of like they, you know, they buried Wolverine in this fucking movie. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Yeah. And they really went to a good job to kind of like piece by piece set those things down. Um, the way I feel like the comic tried to do, but was just like so bad and just right. so loveless, you know, like this one yeah. had a lot of arc to it. That was, it felt like things were sewing up and then, yeah, I don't know. I can go on forever. Was, I mean, I was, uh, <laughs> yeah. sorry. I was reading like this, uh, volume one of X 23 and, um, or maybe it was an all new Wolverine. She has this flashback before Logan goes off to be in the death of Wolverine basically is like the comic before and they have this great little touching moment I was like oh my god if they even touch on half of what this little this little snippet from this like the all new Wolverine is and they did it they fucking did it man and it was fucking great like Laura had her moment with Logan and it was good I just I felt like there needed to be a little bit more time of him teaching her like how not to be who like the berserker (laughs) mode Um, I think that's the only thing that like kind of bugs me about X-24 so much is I feel like that time could have been used somewhere else for something else, you know, more family dynamic stuff. But I mean, like, listen, yeah, sure. it, it bugs me. Do it, but this movie's great. It deserves right. its ninety-four, whatever the fuck percentage it's at now. It's, it's a, it's, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time, man. I mean, this is the like, I like I hate saying that Wolverine's my favorite character because everyone's favorite character is Wolverine. But I fucking love Wolverine, you know. Wolverine is actually not my yeah. favorite X Men character, but, but it's this just movie like, was fucking awesome. I was talking to my dad about it and just like, he was like, yeah, isn't Wolverine like your favorite character? I was like, I remember the first Wolverine comic that was like, this is my fucking dude. It's when he fights the werewolf in this one standalone comic. I was just like, this dude fights fucking yeah. werewolves too? This shit's <laughs> dope. You know, like, uh, I just, I mean, like that comic has stayed with me since through all the years of my life. And, you know, I constantly go back to Wolverine comics. Like, I want to know what Wolverine's up to. He draws me back into the X-Men universe. Like, I don't care about, I like Nightcrawler sometimes, but I don't feel like Nightcrawler's had those, those books. They're like, you need to read this. It's quintessential. Like you need Dude, to know there's, this. I've looked into this. There was like one run, I believe that it has a really cool cover and it's like four or five issues, I believe. And it's, and it's a Nightcrawler's story. I don't know if it's an origin, but it's, it's solely focused on him and that's it. What the fuck? Dude, Marvel, man, you need it. We need more, man. We need more. Well, they did a Marvel Now series that is a Nightcrawler series, but they killed him. Like, there's a whole bunch of bullshit that happened in X Men, and it's just I don't know. Like, I'm just saying the thing that brings me back is Wolverine. As much as I want to fight him not being one of my favorite characters, and I want to pick another character, it's like he is my favorite comic book character, like hands down. Like, I will read anything if you say it's good. I'm gonna read it, even if it's shitty Wolverine. I kind of still want to check it out, you know. but like I just uh, after like I just been uh, Mar- the Marvel app has just been releasing like Old Man Logan stuff and all this stuff for like fifty percent off. So I've bought a shit ton of 
like X23 <laughs> comics and Wolverine stuff that I've just needed to read for like I just finished Weapon X. I finally got around to reading uh, Wolverine Origin, you which read I had all read. new Wolverine. The I read both. Yeah, I read uh, all, both volumes that are out now. I'm not caught up with the series. Is that shit good or what? Uh, dude, I thought like the thing I love about all new Wolverine is I was like, so I, when I was going into this, I was like, all right, I'm down. I love X23. Um, I remember watching her in the X Men Evolution cartoon. That's where she was created. Yeah, crazy, um, right? It's like Harley yeah. Quinn was created in the Batman. Oh, anime. NYX was where she was created. I thought. No, no, Eva, the guy who created Evolutions developed her, and then he wrote NYX after. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, he, they just made her up for the cartoon. They're like, "Oh, this will be cool. Let's yeah. do this." And then they're like, "Marvel's like, hey, make a comic." So he wrote NYX, and then she had her own spinoff stuff. Yeah, I read a lot about her because, like, I was like a fan and. I was like, oh, she's become Wolverine. That's cool. And I'd read, um, I'd seen the evolution stuff and I was kind of interested in NYX, but never really got around to reading those. But it's always someone I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool that they have like Wolverine has like a daughter. That's kind of neat. Um, cause like you'd, you'd expect Wolverine to have a son. That's like what Wolverine needs, you know, like, or is expected to have like, and he does have a son in the comics, but I, I like that he has a daughter. But um, all new Wolverine, my whole thing was I was like, I, I was nervous they were yeah. going to be like, well, you're a pretty good, you're not really Wolverine yet, you know? Like, she has a lot to live up to, but I love how, like, all these people appear, like, just throughout the comics who've known Logan, and just, they just refer to her as Wolverine. Like, there's no, the girl version of Wolverine or any kind of that derogatory, like, well, you're not Wolverine because you're not Logan, you know? It's like they accept her. Mm-hmm. as wolverine and she's just as badass you know um she does like the like the shit that wolverine would do like uh uh fin fang uh, fin fang whatever the fuck the dragon's name is in the marvel universe shows up and she's like they're like what are you gonna do she's like i'm she's like running towards it off of a shield harrier jet and like what's your plan she's like i'm gonna let it eat me and i was like this is a fucking wolverine moment like she's doing it mm-hmm. she's just gonna go into the bowels of this dragon and save people it was, uh, it's just really good awesome. it's really well written and she like and i think in this uh and all new wolverine she's like dating angel is in it and um she also there's also called the four sisters so there's been clones made of her that like have some of her attributes and stuff that she like kind of has to it's just like a whole big thing it's so cool and like once you find more of her backstory out like the end of volume two is so cool and then uh the next series i want to read she has an enemy of the state too which is based off like the mark millar wolverine enemy of the state where the hand like reprograms wolverine and just starts killing like minor minor heroes uh throughout the marvel universe but um yeah i don't know it's cool i'm just man it's so logan is so great um, and then, you know, uh, just to, I was reading, I was telling Andrew, I was reading some of the like negative or like the rotten reviews of it. And it's just like, none of them, like, I was just like, so like, what, what's your point? Like, oh, it's, it's a comic book movie. It plays like a comic book movie. I was like, fuck yeah, it's a comic book movie, man. Like, what the fuck do you expect going into this shit? There's just, and, that's a negative view because they just don't like the medium. Not everybody likes comic books. That's, well, that's, that's fine. A, it, it's, yeah, it, it sucks. You got to review it, but you know. Their opinion well, is really kind of worthless to people like us. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the same thing with, like, a horror review, too. If, like, you don't like horror films or you think they're dumb, I don't want to know your fucking opinion about it. Like, you're not right. going to like this. Right, right, right. You, you know, got to be part of the cult in a way. Right. And, what, yeah, and one of the guys that was reviewing it was kind of just, like, kind of bashing it for, like, being a comic book movie or something and blah, blah, blah. And then he gives, like, Doctor Strange a three out of four. And I'm like, the fuck? 
Like, Logan had a much better, like, idea behind it than fucking... Like, I've seen Doctor Strange origin story. Like, maybe Doctor Strange 2 will fucking blow me away, you know? Because we can finally get past the fact that how he becomes who he is, whatever. But, um, I don't know. It was just weird. I was just like, what? Like, you're just complaining to complain at this point. It's so good. Oh, man. <laughs> just, I want to go see it again. I kind of wish I had a week to see it again and Kong wasn't out because I feel like now i got to start seeing movies regularly. And, like, I don't have to, you know, like, I'm going to have to see Logan, like, on a Tuesday or something, you know? Got to make time. I need, I need like, a two-week uh, two week block to, like, see Logan the first week it comes out and then the next week. And then you can show me everything else the summer has to offer. This month is nuts, man. It really is. Yeah. I wish, uh, I was hoping Joey would be on here. <laughs> Joey's this fucking t- Disneyland, man. <laughs> I, I saw that on the thing, and I was like, but Logan... <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this for years and months and days yeah. to come. I mean, this isn't... We're all going to go see it again. Indeed. I'm going to get the be Blu-ray more it. than likely. Oh, dude, day of. No <laughs> question. Just take my money now, please. Indeed. Like, I want that cool... I want, I want them to release that IMAX poster for, like, mass consumption, dude. Like, I want it. I want that yeah, shit on my wall. Dude, you might have to go to your theater. I mean, they just give that shit away. I don't have an ass. IMAX here. Oh, shit. I saw it in XD, though, and that shit's pretty. I just saw mine regular. I was I like, saw oh, mine I... regular as well. <laughs> uh, I was like, I can go see it at 11 and get up early, or I can see it at 12.50 in XD. And I was like, 12.50 in XD, please. That's how I saw Get Out, which I thought was weird that Get Out got the XD-like screen that we have at the theater I go to. I was like, well, all right, whatever. But. Right, yeah. I love how them kids cut his fucking. Beard oh yeah, and... dude, that was such a like it's such a um <laughs> like a hook moment, dude. I loved it. Yeah, like it it's was... such like a little kid thing to do because I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. And then I was like, no, this is like they want him to be Wolverine. They want to see the chops, man. That's true. I didn't yeah. think about that being a meta aspect. Holy shit! Yeah, like they, they knew yeah, about him. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like it's like that one scene in like Hook when he's like they're messing with Robin Williams' face, and he's like, "Oh, there you are, Peter." It's like they needed to see that, and they're like, "Oh, there you are, Wolverine." You know, like Dude, they needed it, and uh, I thought it was that. great. I thought that scene was great. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of. I wish some of the mutants' powers were a little similar to maybe some minor mutants, or maybe like an X Men or two. We're like, "Holy shit." That's weird. They like clone Scott Summers. You know, something like, something to cut. Because I thought the girl with the ice breath was kind of maybe like Bobby's kid. And kind of funny. Oh, and yeah. I just well, they, they like, said, yeah, they said that they're, they're, they're gathering DNA from mutants, right? So they're, they, maybe after, you know, Professor X killed all the, all the X-Men, yeah. uh, they gathered all that DNA. And it could be literally like a recreation. It's a cloned team from here and there, from, you know, mutants here and there. And it's not to say that, like, um, you wouldn't, yeah. like, some of the powers that, say, like, Iceman had isn't going to translate when cloned or whatever. Right. So. And it'll be interesting to see if, uh, getting into rumor territory, but the, the whole Alpha Flight thing, if that's going to yeah. become a, a factor. Because, I mean, if they delve into that, I, that's, they, that's I just, just going to keep on going, man. It's going to keep on going. I just Without I Logan, know. I don't think they would. But No, it, I mean, it, Alpha it, Flight's not a strong it, team. Like, no one wants to see yeah. that. I want to see Puck. I mean, yeah, I, if Puck would have showed up at the end and, like, took him over no, the fucking border, I'd been like, I would have been like, yeah, that would have been cool, but I, I don't know. I didn't get, like, the whole Alpha Flight, like, I never, like, I didn't read that as a rumor, so 
for me, it's like there's nothing in the movie to, to say that even Alpha Flight even existed in this universe, that Wolverine oh, even no. came from there. And it's like, like, I mean, it's just comic book fans reaching for straws and shit. And it's just like, nah. It's just because it's in Canada and it's yeah, a place yeah. that's a mutant haven or whatever. I mean, I like what I hope is, is that Mangold, after a couple of years, comes back and does an X-23 movie or like some kind of new mutant movie with Laura as a leader or like trying to get mutants or something. He like, really but, knows how to do this character, man. It's just, he's really born for this type of movie. Yeah, dude, I mean, it's... I mean, I have, like, most of Mangold's stuff, man. I mean, he's even shot a Western before, so... No shit. Yeah. He did uh, 310 to Yuma, the remake. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, but... Yeah, I mean, it's... I feel like this movie was more him than, say, like, the Wolverine. Yeah. Just because he was playing to those devices, those comic book devices, what the studio wanted. And it was kind of nice to see him and Jackman and writers kind of get what they would maybe want to see in a... You know, like, what would James Mangold want to see in a superhero movie or a hero movie? And this is it, you know? Something that's down to earth. Something that's relatable. You know, right. it's not so fantastical, you know? Right, right, right. And, I mean, it's great. It, and this kind of movie works so well for Wolverine, whereas it probably wouldn't work for anyone else, you know? Like, for him being the lead. Right. You know? Um, but I'm just saying, you could have thrown a little love towards Sabretooth. I'm just saying. So I still need, I still need that Wolverine movie, dude. I still need that that conflict. I need to see those two go to head to head, like all out brawl, man. I like, like I like Liv Schreiber a lot. I think he's a good actor, but just the the the, the saber tooth I grew up with was a fucking beast, like a humongous. I it's I know it's hard to find actors that are that big that can also act, but maybe wear a suit or some sort of big prosthetic. But it's just the body type for me. It's got to be there. He's you know, actually, Tyler Maine wasn't a bad casting for Sabretooth. It was yeah, he a horrible was fucking costume design. Because his Mike Myers, when you see him sitting in that chair in yeah. the Halloween remake uh, with the handcuffs on or whatever, I forget. But um, yeah. but yeah, Tyler Maine, I was like almost half wanting to be like, ah, show that motherfucker somehow. <laughs> like, right, right, but, right. Um, but he was, you know, I don't know about his acting chops or anything, but. Yeah, body type. And you're saying a body type, like some big body, motherfuckers. The body, the body type. Because like, Liv Schreiber's kind of like a normal, yeah, more I, normal. I think type. that would be truer to be said about like Juggernaut. To see Juggernaut on film, he'd have to be like fucking massive. They would have to CG that entire character basically. Do a whole like yeah. uh, what do you call it? like a whatever they're doing with Hulk. Yeah. You know that's yeah, just right. that's just how big that dude is. I mean, even a prosthetic. The power of what is it? Uh... <laughs> The emerald, yeah. the ruby. He's magical, right? He's on a mutant. Koa, Kratoa. I, gu- I, I guarantee you if like Liv Schreiber would have played Sabretooth from the get-go, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. Because yeah. for me, watching him play Sabretooth, like, his attitude towards Wolverine is like all this, the, the Those are the moments that I love. Like That's when he encapsulated the character for me. Like Yeah, I wish they would have played up his character a little more. And I think, like, I mean, I don't know. I just thought he was just like... He's just got that evil streak in him that he can just do so well. And Liv Schreiber like plays his character all the time. Like he's just this kind of shitty, bad dude and like a lot of stuff, you know. And I, a... I, I thought he was, I, you know, I, I really wish he would have come back in. And you know, I'm, I, I like him, man. I thought he was great. I mean, I'm, I'm real excited to see who they'll cast next as Wolverine, and you know, whatever they decide to do. Because I mean, there's gonna be more Wolverine movies. I mean, there's a comic book documentary. There's like three of them, a three-parter, and Liv Schreiber hosts it and narrates it. And you just get the feel that this guy really loves comics. 
So yeah, I mean, I'm sure he was probably super excited to play Sabretooth, man. Yeah, yeah. Like um, th- those moments between them, like uh, there's that one, the one fight scene they have in X Men Origins uh, Wolverine, which is not bad, man. It's 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 a pretty solid fight scene between the two. Um, it's one of the better parts of the film. Yeah, I, I think some of my favorite parts are like him and. Liv Schreiber going through like the different time periods in the beginning and stuff and him just being this constant like threat to him which I mean obviously the first Wolverine movie should be all about like Weapon X and then about Sabretooth and like the team and right I don't know like it's whatever I, I just I mean there's there's little things I wanted from Logan that just wouldn't necessarily have they would have just been fan things like you know maybe they would have taken away from the story and that kind of stuff but it's just like things I, I want to see, you know, <laughs> just right. as a fan of Wolverine of the comics. And I know this is more, like Stefan was saying, it's more based off of this movie universe. And Sabretooth has not been a big yeah. role I in think, it. I think the thing that was most sad, well, not the most bad, but one of the really sad things about, like, the end of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and Logan was that he, like, he made the character real for all of us mm-hmm. fanboys. As, as much as he could, you know, outside of, like, bad writing or, like, studio pressure or something like and by the end of Logan, I was just like, you know, I don't like, don't go, you know, like now, now you're starting to fucking hit the nail on the head. Like, yeah, yeah, it does feel that way. Yeah. You know, not that he hasn't, you know, because I think he had that's the the testament to, you know, this film and even the Wolverine and even X-Men Origins in a lot of ways. Like when that motherfucker's on camera, he commands uh, that He's, space. Th- that's one thing that's rewatching right. like all the X-Men and all the Wolverines and getting prepared for this. Like, Hugh Jackman has been a fucking constant Wolverine, man. Like, in the first one, he slips the Australian accent every once in a while. But, I mean, this is, like, his first big fucking movie role, man. But, like, he has consistently been Wolverine. Like, when that motherfucker walks on screen and you're watching a Wolverine movie, he's fucking Wolverine. You know, like, I didn't, I didn't, I just recently watched Scoop because I'd never seen it. And I, like, Hugh Jackman is an actor I enjoy. I think he's fun. I think he picks fun roles. And, of course, he's fucking Wolverine, so I need to see other stuff he's done, you know. Um so watching Scoop, and it's like, when I was watching him in Scoop, I was like, this motherfucker's not Wolverine right now. Like, he's a totally different character. But then it's like, then, like, right after that, you watch, like, the Wolverine or an X-Men movie. It's like, holy fuck, like, this guy, this guy is Wolverine. He took a character that no one thought he could do. I remember us all talking about it in school, and like, oh, he's so tall. He's such a, like, he's Australian. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, can he even do this? Like, who is this guy? You know, but wasn't a big name in it, you know? Like, perfect casting for the most part of everyone in the first X-Men movie, you know? Like, Charles Xavier is played by fucking Patrick Stewart. Great. You know? Cyclops. uh, James Marsden. Like, that dude looks like fucking Cyclops, man. Yeah, he does. And then it's like, you get this Australian tall motherfucker to play Wolverine. It's like, oh, it's not going to go well. The height problem. Their heights were switched, though, right? Like, James Marsden seems like he's like 5'6 in real life. Yeah. And, and of course, Wolverine is... Fucking what six two six one? Yeah, but, but I mean, he know, just if that's the biggest complaint you have, that's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I, just for me, he's like Hugh Jackman will always be Wolverine. Like, I, I'm not gonna say that I, I'm open to whoever's gonna play him next. Like, you know, like after this movie, we know we could get another R-rated Wolverine movie. We know we could maybe finally see a cool Weapon X origin story and stuff. You know, like, but it's just like he will forever be like when people say Hugh Jackman throughout the years, when we're old, when we're old grandpas <laughs> and our kids yeah. are like, no, I think this actor is a better Wolverine. I'll be like, he ain't no Hugh Jackman. <laughs> no. That, that would be said. 
You ever seen this movie called Logan? Of course, we'll sit down. We're watching it again. You enjoyed watching Logan? <laughs> On and off. Dude, Hugh Jackman 6'2". Liv Schreiber 6'3", man. I didn't know he was that tall. Ryan Reynolds is 6'2". I mean, Liv Schreiber would be a great saber tooth if you had someone who was like 5'8". <laughs> Right next to him. Marson's 5'10". I thought he was shorter than that. I didn't give him enough credit. Um, (laughs) All right. Fuck. Fuck, bro. Yeah, just checking out heights. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Just checking out heights on IMDb. What's up? Yeah. (laughs) Google Heights. Jackman (laughs) Air. Dude, I cannot do. You enjoyed watching Logan. I cannot do an Australian accent whatsoever. Sorry, I can't pop the claws for you one last time. Well, I guess this is one last time. <laughs> you, Jackman. Signing off. Signing, <laughs> off. <laughs> signing off. Hey, it's here, Jackman, again. Here I am, uh, signing off on Wolverine. Oh, dude, it's it's <laughs> like, uh, it's so sad, you know? Like what you were saying, like how it's like, he, it's like they did it. They made the good Wolverine movie, so what's next? Like, I can't wait for the next one. You know, and it's it's the last one, but well, at least they showed it could be done. I mean, they they had the R-rated one with Deadpool, but that was so full of humor, and Deadpool is so unique compared to everybody else. But with Wolverine, it's, I just I just don't even Wolverine not as so well so, in the universe too. Yeah, so the, in, I think in, that well, they like they, in the Deadpool tone, they, they have like two really good precedents for R-rated movies, and and and. It's just I mean the thing is it's like I don't this. even I don't even this movie like you didn't even necessarily need the R rating they just got it so they could do like they they're like oh yeah let's do it so we can do more but it's like these character developments and like watching the, this story is not like at its bone when you take out all the fucking blood and all the fucking all the fuckings um you, it's still a good story like this didn't need to be like you could have made this Wolverine movie PG-13 that's true. I, I think you're 100% correct, but I think that, I mean, honestly, you just you have a character with claws come out of his hands, and he's known for his anger problems. It's like, let's... Let, I mean, and, I know, mean... And his, his, his quote in the comics, his main quote is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a... What is this? I'm, I'm not nice, but I'm good at what I do. Or, I'm good at what I'm or, doing, but what I do is not very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, sa- just, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying we did need to rate it our Wolverine. I'm just saying the problem isn't, oh, finally Deadpool let us get a good Wolverine movie. That Like, you shouldn't say that. It's like, finally the studios are trying to make, like, Fox is finally like, fuck, we need to make good movies. You know, I we've see seen what, what Marvel can do. Because, I mean, those Marvel, the, like, you know, fucking Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War, those are fucking great movies, man. They're like, the story there, especially in Winter Soldier, is so good, man. Right, you know, right, right. and there's like they barely curse it. Like I'm just, I feel like a lot of people get confused. Like, oh, we got an R rating, so now it's gonna be good. That doesn't mean your movie's fucking gonna be good. I've seen a lot of shitty R rated movies. You know, it's just like you just need people to believe in a character, and finally a studio and producers to believe in the character and the vision that these directors and artists and actors want to make, and that's what's gonna make your movie fucking good, despite a rating. The, I think what, well, well, really, the part of the reason I'm saying this is just the fact that it's a it's a way to kind of diversify the superhero superhero por- portfolio that we're kind of getting. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the I, climate we're in a climate where we get like 20 a year. Okay, maybe not that many, but we get a lot a year. And to if they were all Disney, Marvel movies, it m- might be too much. I don't know. Maybe it won't be. I mean, we love this shit, but it's cool to see different shit at the same time. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah I real mean, different shit. That's all I'm I mean, saying. I am one for R-rated films. Like, come on, like, give me some adult movies here. I'm a fucking adult, you know? Right, right. It's like, you know, I want, and I'm not saying that. I just, I feel like the focus needs to be on, like, letting the artists do what they want. Little st- studio invo- involvement, you know, for, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not behind the scenes. I don't know how the shit works fully, but I'm sure, like, they've probably, I'm sure Hugh Jackman's been trying to make a good fucking Wolverine movie for a long Forever, fucking time. yeah. So, for him, I feel like finally he's like, this is my last Wolverine movie, let me do what the fuck I want. And they're like, alright, fine, you've done it for so long, you made so much fucking money, we'll let you do what you want. And it's like sad that you have to get to that point where you're going to quit being a character to finally get to make the movie you want. Yeah, right, that's what he has to do. By the way, um, I am kind of a box office junkie, I check this news once a day or more. The So the domestic grows so far... Uh, first weekend is eighty five point three million. Yeah, humongous. They were expecting seventy ish, wow. but it even went past that. Worldwide, two hundred thirty seven point eight million so far. Damn, we're three days in. Well, <laughs> Thursday yes, night. There's going to be so many Wolverine movies. I mean, this is yeah. insane. They, dude. I mean, someone is on the phone right now talking to every hot actor right now that's young trying to get the next wolverine <laughs> yeah i mean this movie is a monster it made a shitload of money i mean there were effects they spent money on and stuff but this definitely is like a profit profitable movie that they just made yeah i mean and yeah. people are still gonna go see it i mean like we just talked to someone today who hasn't seen it what if they you give know? mangled some kind of x-men overseeing mangle can do whatever the fuck he wants at this point probably man yeah because you know singer's been holding on to it for so long but james mangle is obviously the better person for the job fucking i think that just be fantasizing fucking cool he's gone reboot reboot everything but deadpool seriously produce and keep that colossus maybe the colossus that was in his movie he'll have deadpool be the bridge the deadpool movie is the bridge to the whole new reboot series yeah. Whole new X-Men franchise, yeah, no more totally... period pieces, nothing fucking start afresh with everything being now. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm done. My name is Andrew. See you. Now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I just, just... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see what we get in the next couple of years with, um, you know, f- what is it? Phase 4 is coming up, like, after this or soonish of oh, the, Marvel the Marvel universe? Yeah, so. there, Feige said... Uh, that after that they want to do smaller movies. I mean, they'll still be big movies, but not not as big as Avengers. They oh, yeah. want to I mean, they want to do more like street level heroes movies because they've been doing this with Netflix, but it's a way that also that it's a way that they're going to diversify because they've been epic as fuck. Mm-hmm. But after Avengers four or three point three part two, whatever whatever they're going to call it, yeah. Uh, I think it, it probably will be time for for them to change into something smaller because it doesn't get much bigger than Infinity Gauntlet, you know. Dude, this movie, I, well, I'm just excited to see something this fucking big, man. It's gonna oh, be. It's gonna be an event, dude. Yeah. Dude, massive. Did you read that like, Jackman would have stayed on flying. if he could have been an Avenger? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Drop, throw down the gauntlet. I'm not Wolverine anymore. Let me tell you what it would have taken to keep me as Wolverine. To be in some good fucking movies, motherfuckers. No, That's what he said. (laughs) I read Fox execs crying. Yeah, whatever. 
I, I would have loved to have, like just to see some of the X-Men in that like Wolverine in an Avengers movie would have been cool you know just once on the big screen what if Deadpool and Wolverine show up in a Marvel movie a Marvel Disney movie dude they have to whoever the new Wolverine is they have to put him in Deadpool because he's going to make Hugh Jackman jokes and it'll be great because that Wolverine oh, yeah. won't know so that'd be, that he'll be like be... you remember this guy you remember you remember this guy like it'd be so good man it'd yeah be so funny. wolverine is is up there with spider-man and batman he, at this point you Just, could literally they're gonna be... recast him i mean it's no there's no bones about it it's gonna happen yeah i mean it'd be so funny for like wolverine to walk into I, a I deadpool could... movie and him be like who the fuck are you oh dude what i wanted in the spider-man movie uh in in amazing spider-man 2 you know, before we all knew it was shit, I wanted uh, uh, J.K. Simmons to show up as J. Jonah Jameson in that one too. Yeah, and I wanted I wanted Peter Parker to walk in. He turns his chair around, and uh, Peter Parker gives like a look at him, and then he goes, "What? Were you expecting somebody else?" Yeah, I, I think that would have <laughs> been amazing because that guy was just so cool, so good in that role. Isn't he Gordon in Justice League? Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. Weird. That'll be weird. interesting. Weird how these not, tables are turning. It's not a bad, uh, bad. It'll be good, really. No, I mean he's a great actor. So, good. yeah, that that guy can do anything. Like, just give him the give him the uh, the script, and it'll be great. You know, like, right? He's just one of those actors, man. Like, not everyone knows his name, but he's in so much shit. <laughs> oh man, you got to see Whiplash if you haven't. I have. I don't like that movie. Why? I mean, he's Why? great in it. You don't like he's Whiplash? Great. I don't like Whiplash. Why? Because it's a shitty movie that tells you, hey, you just need to go to school to fucking be good at art. <laughs> I don't know about that. I didn't get that from that. There's a line in it that says that. <laughs> yeah, so you don't like it from an arts perspective? Like, you can't you can't learn it? I don't like it from a fucking jazz perspective, because that's not jazz. Like, you don't go to school to fucking learn jazz. That's not how jazz was taught. That's not how people develop jazz, you know? And also to have your whole fucking... Like, it just, yeah, and La La Land sucked. Oh. I haven't seen La La Land. I, like but La La like a... I liked Whiplash because I got like a kind of like Jedi. Vibe and the only from it. the only in, fucking in the jazz that, drummer like... he listens to is a white jazz drummer. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. Jesus Christ! I don't man. know much it's about just... that, but I just like the aspect of like the master and the student relationship, and you don't have to like each other to make to to become better. You just have to become better. You don't have to like the teacher. You, I mean, they hated each other actually, so that's. I I don't know. I just thought I really liked that part of it, and to and to somebody that has like total devotion. To the thing it. is, is like he tells this. He tells that a story about Charlie Parker and how he just like went off and just played by himself. Yeah, he didn't do that. He went and joined other jazz groups and got better that way. You don't get better playing by yourself in a room by yourself all alone. God, you know, like I'm you like get whole, better. I'm seeing this movie in a whole different light now. You get better by playing with other bands. That's how you like you learn things from other people. It's like, do you think like you know like I sit here and draw? Do you not think I look at other artists' artwork to see what they're doing and just like, oh, that's cool. Maybe I can incorporate that in my art somehow, but make it my own. Like, what the fuck do you think artists have done for thousands, like for fucking years, dude? Like they've learned off one another. They just it's such a bullshit movie. Like, like artist, yeah, like oh, the artistic sucked. Yeah, and that's why I don't like Whiplash because I don't think that movie encompassed what like <laughs> like. And I'm not a jazz musician, and I will never pretend to be. But I like listen to jazz, and I like jazz. And everything that I've learned about it, and everything that I've listened to, is never once. And the artists that I like, 
Did they ever say anywhere in a book, I went to school to learn this to be better at it? So Motherfuckers just had it. You don't want like the premise from the get-go. Well, I mean, first of all, let me say, there are not a lot of jazz movies, so I was very psyched to see it. I just don't like the overall message of you need to pay a bunch of money to go to a fancy art school to be good at something. Isn't that what we did? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying you don't have to. I mean, I'm not saying what I did is correct. I mean, obviously, I'm not doing anything with my art now, so it didn't really help, did it? So um, I'm just saying from, like, in this kind of medium of this kind of style of music, like, it'd be like going to school for, like, playing metal. It's like no one fucking does that, you know? Like, it's just like, I mean, yeah, you can go to school to be a good guitarist or whatever, but I don't think that makes a great musician. Yeah, but jazz is, like two steps away from being classical music yeah but like but i mean half of the the founders of fucking jazz didn't have the opportunity to go to fucking school man yeah and la la land sucked keep on saying it i wouldn't i don't know man i i see what you're saying but it's not the vibe i got from the movie i mean it's also outside of your knowledge of jazz it's a good movie andrew yeah i mean i don't really like jazz as I don't like the music <laughs> jazz, but I like I like the he likes masters, the story. I like the master happens. student relationship. Essentially, yeah. is what it is. I like that aspect and total. Diversity. And I'm not I'm I'm not saying that that part's bad about it. I think the acting's great. I think Miles Teller is a really great actor. I really wish that Fantastic Four movie was better because um, I think he's a good actor, and I actually liked him as Reed Richards as a, like a younger version. Yeah, the casting um, wasn't really bad at all. I think. So, um, like, I like, I like that aspect and, you know, like I just, the way he teaches them is not the way that I learn. So therefore it's hard for me to like, I don't think berating someone is going to make them a better artist. And then just some of the messages that were throughout that movie. I just think some people might watch this and not know a lot of, like, I just wish the jazz history was a little bit more, I know it's not a history movie. I just wish it was a little more diverse it's I can understand I that, like, but this this guy, I don't think he was trying to be a creative. Well, I mean he listens he to that trying, one he wasn't he listened trying to that be, one jazz drummer. He wasn't trying one. to be in a band though, I feel like he was trying to be like He I was mean, trying to be the best jazz drummer he could possibly be within for sure, in but forever. I, but and, I got the vibe that he wasn't trying to like I wouldn't say studio musician, but he was in a kind of like almost like a non-creative role. He wanted to be a jazz drummer in uh, just that just played shows and I guess pre-existing bands or something. I I don't know. I don't think I'm not sure if he. I think that you're 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 thinking that he's in a different. He wanted to be a different jazz drummer than what you're thinking, maybe or maybe I just read the movie wrong. I don't know. I mean, you can have your opinion about it. I just don't think... I, my whole beef with the movie is I don't... The, like, all the people that they're comparing all this stuff to, like, not, like the great jazz musicians of our time or even great jazz drummers of our time, they were black. Well, yeah. Most of them. That. Yeah. And do you think they had opportunities to go to school to learn to be good jazz drummers? No. So, therefore, saying that you have to go to school or... Like, this is the only way this guy can get better at being a jazz drummer is to go to this one teacher or this one school or the... It's just, it's bullshit to me. It's like, no, because half the artists that you're basing all your assumption on are that are great jazz drummers or artists never went to school for the bullshit. They just played it because they loved it and it was in their blood. And, you know, it's like something they had to do. It was an extension but of that's, themselves. That's the path and, that he's personally feels for himself is the best for him. I don't even know if that's movie. what you're. 
I don't even know if that's what he like what he wants through that entire also film. it's obvious that from his character that he's kind of a one track dude so he might not even be thinking about other options I'm just trying to defend the movie that I saw and remember <laughs> I'm just I just don't like it I don't like it from a jazz perspective I don't like it from you know and I know the guy that directed it in La La Land went to jazz school and he went to school for music and you know I'm sure he knows a lot more about jazz than I do I've never just, I've, 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 I had this joke uh, like I had a friend in in Japan actually a, a dude I taught English with and he loved jazz and I remember him listening to some jazz some some jazz came on at a Starbucks or something that we were at in Japan and then he he was like oh man this is good jazz and I thought to myself and I was like what is good jazz? <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't like this kind of music, except for I found out that I do kind of like jazz guitar. Or, it's so Japanese of you. <laughs> I just don't, don't really care about horns. I don't like ska. I don't like horns in general. Ska? I think you're getting off on a totally, yeah, I mean, I don't like jazz. ska either, but I like jazz. But I'm saying I just don't like the, I like a lot, I think that jazz horns really are to me anyway from what i've gathered in in life is that the horns seem to be like the main image of jazz i like music. jazz piano i'm a i'm a coltrane guy okay yeah i mean i can't quite even get to that quite man. a bit yeah but that django reinhardt django it, 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 reinhardt it, it, is a famous jazz yeah uh, Django's good. uh it uh, helped guitarist i can listen to that that's all right yeah it, with jazz, it helped to like have an idea of the history, like what Maddie's talking about, because it um, it kind of places what was going on in the music. Because we just don't have, we're not part of that era, so we don't have the ear for like the way that things were changing from like, you know, even from like big band jazz groups to like looser like trios and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like I don't like, like big band jazz. Yeah. yeah, I like some big band jazz. I like I like Jelly uh, Jelly Roll quite a bit, and that's oh, yeah, that rag. That's that ragtime, ding 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 ding. It's like by today's standards, that's some goofy ass shit. That's some wholesome ass shit, you know. Like they play that <laughs> yeah, shit like cartoons. they play that shit in Christian cartoons, well, you know, like <laughs> Christian cartoons. That's like like more Tales, wholesome, man. yeah, yeah. But but I like I hear what Maddie's saying. I totally hear what you're saying. I've never seen Whiplash, Whiplash, um, because La La Land sucks. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad to be honest. I just like saying it. But um, I, I think it's, it's weird too. I think that I. I, I heard this after I saw Whiplash, so I already had an opinion. But I, I Whiplash was a was kind of a sleeper hit in Japan, and I can't help but feel it's that master student shit. No, I totally, love I'm so sure much. Right. I totally dig on that for sure. So I, I just I that just that aspect alone, it's like people always want this teacher that they love and can respect and blah 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 blah. No motherfucker, that guy just has to make you good. You yeah. can fucking hate each other's guts. But is the job getting done? Yes. So that's that's the kind of thing I got from it. I mean, I'm not saying I, I can understand what Maddie's saying, but I don't know. That's just the it's the it's the vibe I got after I watched it. Well, you liked it from one aspect, and I hated it from an aspect. You know, like right, right, I'm right. looking at this as a jazz movie, so you know I expect like a lot of influences or stories to be around jazz musicians, and there's not a lot of that, and. 
you know, they tell like one story and then it's like he only listens to one jazz drummer. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, like when you like jazz, you listen to everything you can get your fucking hands on, dude. <laughs> like, it's just not it's not like it's like when you listen to like fucking metal, like you listen to so much metal, you right, know, right. like you don't just listen to this one band, one dude over and over and over again. I mean, you have your bands that you love and yeah, you've listened to them a lot, but, you know, you still seek out new stuff. You need to find the next big thing. But you, you know, should really, really sincerely check out the Sweet and Lowdown with Sean Penn. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but Woody yeah. Allen movie. It's about it's about the second greatest guitarist in the world, next to Django Reinhardt, and everybody's aware of this, or in the jazz community. And Sean Penn plays him. That's interesting. And okay. it's such a beautiful movie, full of great jazz guitar and kind of like the Django history oh, okay. and stuff. Yeah, that sounds good. You know, I like I like jazz guitar too because it does have like. Um, it does have roots in like flamenco guitar, which has this kind of like Spanish connotation to it. And it's jazz was great at the time because it was a prevailing music that all these different people from different nations were using, especially in Japan. There's um, what's that dude? Fuck, I, I'll, I'll get back to you. And there's this great Japanese jazz guitar. So what people music. explain jazz when they're like, oh, they're doing improv. Let's see, Rudy. They're the doing, jazz music. They're doing yeah, they're doing improv, and this guy's telling his story while this guy's doing a whole other thing, like that whole fucking, Pill fucking nailed that. That shit, whole spiel in uh, in La La Land. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. It sounds like some shit. It's just, I don't give a fuck about improv, motherfucker. How about you write some shit ahead of time and then make it better than the fucking improv shit that you're fucking doing right now? I don't agree with that. Yeah, I just, I, <laughs> I just don't give a flying fuck about improv, and th th and that's why people like jazz so much. It's like, oh god, I would rather I, some motherfucker I, I, create a masterpiece beforehand. I want the Hitchcock of that shit. The definition of jazz has the whole fucking thing planned improv. out before he makes the movie. Well, I mean, I, I mean, like this is gonna be hard to like. Just, I don't know, like if you've ever been in a band before, some of the greatest shit you make up is when you're just jamming. Yeah, but then that becomes a set part of an actual song. And I mean, they do yeah. start off unless, with certain unless certain you're playing things. Jazz, like, yeah, right. I know. That, I mean, but the saying that's right why I don't like open, jazz. You know? Like you, when you jam, well, that's the like, arena, I've never been in a band, but arena, I feel like you know, that, if you're playing a jam session or whatever, you take the best parts and put that into a composition. You don't just play a different fucking thing every night. You fucking make the best thing that you can from parts. I don't know, dude. I'm not a fucking musician, but I just <laughs> I have like a weird. I just. I don't know. I just have. I just don't care about that. People put so much like, people put so much uh, importance on that. On that. That's part our of mission that now, Maddie. We're gonna fucking get Bush into jazz. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. I, I mean, there's good <laughs> shit out there that I think you would actually really enjoy. That's, you know, like, I, I mean, I don't know, like the band Return to Forever. They're good. I think you'd actually like them. Um, yeah, so, uh, any Chick Corea stuff is good, um, or some Chick Corea stuff. Chuck Mangione. Mangione. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like, but there, like, there are jazz artists who have actual songs, and yes, they do meander off on these kind of these moments, but they do come back around. They do bring it back around to give you that chorus, that's those moments. I mean, like uh, Nina Simone's fucking amazing jazz vocalist, dude. Like, ugh. So I, can, I feel like I can relate this to my gaming preferences because I usually don't like open world games. I want like a fucking thing I can run through. I just I feel like I feel so overwhelmed by by like Grand Theft Auto and shit. It's like please give me an objective. I don't want to fucking I don't want this freedom in a way. Like this is not what I play games for. Kinda. It's it's I, I, it's weird. It's weird. I think the I thing with like open world games is 
they're open world, but I feel like so much of the missions are exactly the same. Like, like minor like, nuances, like, but it's still pretty much the, I'm still doing the same kind of task. Like like in, 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 in like when I play Arkham, it's it's open world, but I guess I like Gotham so much. <laughs> I, I I like that open world a little bit more, but it's 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 still when I play that game, I I just run through the basic mission, and I just don't really care about the side missions that that much. I I don't know. Maybe I want to do them. I just yeah, I, get, I, can't, I, get I can't deal with it. It's just too much extra fluff. I don't give a fuck about that. Give me the main meat of this shit. No, I, I agree with you that on, on games like that. Like, I also think games have just gotten into this, like, what makes a good video game now is because it's open world. And I was like, good lord, stop. Just stop saying that. Yeah, yeah, just because yeah. it's fucking open world doesn't mean it's fucking great. Yeah, right. It's like, I'm like you. I'd much rather have a good, solid, like, five like that's why i like titanfall 2 the story mode just like it's so short and sweet man it's yeah, so nice yeah, yeah. like there's no bullshit there's no like you just you play it and that's it and that's the story that's the story you get and yeah it's short but it's it's nice to have that and people are like oh i don't know i mean is it worth 60 dollars if you're not going to play online no i'm not saying that it I've, is i've said before but, that i don't that i i love it when games are short but i i actually think that game was a bit too short i could have done with another at least hour or two in, of that, into of that the games game, i've played campaign. The games I've played recently, it's it was a nice change of pace. Yeah, well, you, know? oh, you like the shortness of it? Yeah, I just, I, you know, it's kind of like sometimes I just want to watch a, you know, a 80, a 87 minute long movie, man. I'm not in for a three hour epics all the time, dude. Yeah, yeah, I Just straight it, up. Yeah. I need a John Wick, you know, I need a fucking Commando every once in a while, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I feel like the video game world, like, it's just, it's all based on like, I mean, yes, I if I spend $60, I want my money's worth, but... That stuff sells you know. so much too, but it's, uh, look, I'm obviously I, I like it some sometimes, but like with like again Arkham, I like flying around Gotham a lot, but biggest complaint with Arkham Knight is I had to drive too fucking much and I still haven't finished nah, it. I like that. I, I beat I beat that too. That like immediately. I I, I have a I'll run through those games, but um, I don't know. Like I, I, again, if on this topic with the jazz and the improv thing i've always been a fan and i've never done a movie like this myself but i've always always a fan of hitchcock storyboarding everything and having no creativity on set i yeah i just i like that i don't know i guess being regimented but i like the i like the idea of some of something being so well thought out beforehand and on paper and then you execute what you what you have on paper yeah, like if somebody, yeah, if somebody was if somebody was on my set improvising left and right, I'd, it'd be like, it'd be like, not, dude, like, dude, that time was over, bro. We should have done that. We should have done that last month. We're on set now. We're doing what we planned. <laughs> you know, I, that's. Just, <laughs> I like the spontaneity of things. Sometimes it really depends on what it is. Like, yeah, I like the spontaneity that arises in like Rick and Morty or like on Apatow and Seth Rogen films. You know what I mean? Like, true, true, true. They, yeah. To that spontaneity and improvisation, what worked and they left out what didn't, but had like a nice blueprint. I think sometimes it's a balance of both things, that's um, true. many things probably. Um, that's true, but th that's good because you always need a fucking, you always need somebody to be like, "Yo, we got to be on the ball about this shit. What the fuck's going on? What are you doing?" I mean, here? yeah, saying, if I did, again, <laughs> if I did make a movie, I would, order. I would try to, I would have to, I would make a comp conscious effort to kind of reel back that regiment regimented part shoot of my for your brain. good three takes yeah like i would i think three that takes. it would definitely Move be on. a part of my thinking but i would have to um you know i would like throw in random shit in there as well because 
I don't know. I feel like there is probably some merit to it, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I feel like, not that I've been on set or filmed anything, but I feel like you have this idea and you're like, I'm going to shoot it this way. And it's like, that's impossible. We can't do that. You got to change shit around. You have to be open to that. Um, I mean, dude, I but I'm, friend, I'm, I'm also down. Here, I have a friend here that's shooting a movie and he's shot like full on action scenes with big, he's a stunt dude and he has a bunch of stunt dude friends. So he has this huge action scenes, really big actually for, for the money that he has, like, which is almost nothing. But he has he hasn't written the script yet. Uh, my first question was, "What's the script like?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm writing it as I go." And I, I, I try to like not have my jaw to the floor <laughs> whenever I hear this. <laughs> anyway, I what mean, you there's like, I mean, there's like being prepared, and then there's not being prepared. Yeah. You know, like I think as long as you come in with it, like if you're just shooting scenes, and then you're like, "Oh, we'll just make it up as we go." That's I don't know. I mean, unless he has like unlimited resources to like pull from. He doesn't. So I I, I couldn't do it, you know. Um, It's two extremes, right? There's two extremes going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I I look at like if I was trying to make a film tomorrow or in the next month, I would try to shoot something that I knew I could accomplish and didn't have grandiose ideas. I think like um, when Stefan and I were trying to make The Verse, which was a a script that we wrote together in Chicago, we had a lot of big ideas. What up? (laughs) <laughs> and, um, big ideas are great i think you should have Execute. big ideas <laughs> yeah but i think there's you have yeah. to have you gotta you gotta whittle you know you gotta like and yeah like how we were talking about horror films and like why people are drawn to them and they're like they're just easy to make you can make a scary movie with nothing you know as long as you have a good eye and you can set up tension that's what, you know? that's what i do <laughs> yeah and it's they're they're i'm not saying that like just anybody can make a horror film like to make a horror film and then to make it effective is one thing you know um right but I, I just think that's like a lot of people are drawn to it it's the, that's why they make so much of them because it's like you don't have to have that you don't have to have that big of effects or anything you know like you can make a zombie movie i mean like fucking look at the you know all you do is gotta have some tattered clothes not even that just like somebody with some like dead looking eyes shambling towards you you know that motherfucker's a zombie that's all you need <laughs> you know someone with pale skin probably a dead person you know it's I don't know. It's just uh, that's why I like the horror genre so much is because you get so much of it, and it's you can it's easy. Like for me, it's I like that it can easily be made. So because right. I like sometimes I was like, man, I wish I would have went to like done like film school at SCAD. I was like, well, what kind of movie would I have made? And I always want to think I'd make like some kind of like comedy or like something about relationships. It's like you would have just made a fucking horror movie, man. Like what the fuck are you kidding? You know, that's, like I mean, like what Stefan was saying earlier. There's Maybe maybe you both are saying it, but there's always a problem with people that first start making movies where they don't write to their budget. Yeah, it's like all right, I yeah, know yeah. you you, you got to be practical here. You got to know what kind of money that you have. Yeah, you know you can't be writing a sci-fi or, epic and you have four hundred dollars. You know, you well, know, I mean, you or need ha- to, you need to know what the fuck you can do or how you could change that sci-fi epic. Let's say you yeah. a ship lands in the desert and you go out in the desert in L.A. and then you make that a fucking alien planet. Like, that kind of stuff is possible. You get a person in a fucking cosplay suit and it can kind of work. Yeah. But you can't have, like, fucking, like, full-on, more than likely anyway, full-on spaceship battles or whatever. You know, you, you got Yeah, you just got to write to your budget. It's the bottom line. Yeah. And, I mean, even if you do start with this big, grandiose sci-fi film, like, whittle away at it. Like, what's your core story? Like, what are you really trying to say? Right. You know, 
you know, good good lord, would I love to have like a thousand different alien species in my sci-fi movie? Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. But yeah, right. You know, I need. It's kind of like like it's. I wonder like like the movie Enemy Mine. <laughs> it's like how it's just two dudes. Oh, dude, and, I, dude, I caught I that. that I caught that shit on on cable, not cable. Yeah, Disney Channel, right? Way back uh, in the th- day. Yeah, I think I saw mine on like TNT or something. TNT was a really good channel for like weird I shit. I thought I thought I love that yeah. movie, man. It was it left such an impression. It's actually on my. But that's right like now. a good way to yeah, do good. something. Like, you have like your cosplay suit, and then you have the other dude in a slight cosplay suit. And that's, a, that's a good example, man. Yeah, that that could be low budget now. And I mean, you can make that movie now. Like, I feel like a lot of those films that were made were probably like. I mean. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of the movies we love from the 70s and 80s were probably just like shoestring budgets, didn't really have much of a script. And like, well, fuck, we can't get a million flying ships or a big war-torn area. It's like we got two dudes that are laying down, and one of them's pregnant. All right, here we go. Let's make a movie. Oh, the alien dude was pregnant? Yeah. I forgot about that aspect. Because he gets Weird a little baby shit, at the man. end. Yeah, Weird that's right. Shit. But like you were, like I remember that movie. Like I haven't seen it in forever. Kind of oh, yeah. want to watch it now, actually. But I, I totally remember it. And I, 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 actually, I might have to fucking take what I said back. It, I might have been channel flipping and stuck on that movie as a kid. <laughs> I'm. I take back what I said. And my enemy mind might have been the one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just, uh, I just think it's, you know, with I, I think with some people at film school, like. When we were at SCAD, it's just like these big grandiose ideas. And it's like, man, just cut it down. Cut it down to nothing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like, I like Joey's film so much was because he spent a, like, he had a good story. It was simple. Yeah. Like, basically one not... location. Yeah. His trailer one was location. Good too, I remember. Like, one location, basically. And it's just like this story, simple story. And he just was like, I'm going to spend a shitload on my fucking costumes. Right. You know? And I mean, he had a good story too, and the actors were good. But I just remember Joey's senior project in college was that he made basically a Kurosawa samurai film, shot on film in black and white, and it was about Christian samurai, I believe. Dude, it was like really good. The thing after, (laughs) like when we went and saw like the the senior films or whatever, and the ones who won, I was like, I always felt Joey got robbed. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, look, like, look at what he fucking made, man. Like, I thought it looked good. Like, for a student budget, there I've seen more samurai films, big budget oh, yeah. samurai it was, films. It was so. good, man. Yeah. And I, I was, just felt like the shit that like everyone good. was like the the shit that everyone was all up in arms about was just like, I I was like, all right, whatever. I like Joey's, and it's like, do I say that out loud? Because he's like my friend. It's like, am I being right, biased? Right, right. But you know, I still think about that movie from time to time. I was like, that was fucking good, man. Like he made a good movie. You made a great documentary, yeah. Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like people at the time, the people. It was no. called Senior Project Three. Okay, it was one, two, and three. Three is when you, of course, your last class. Basically, you're finishing up your project. And okay, it's a documentary about historical ninjutsu. Just to put that out there, but hell yeah, people at the time. It's like they didn't. When I would show it in class. Nobody knew what the fuck I was doing. It was it was like, really? why don't you have more more like? Uh, I mean, smoke bombs have some historical accuracy to them, but why don't you have more smoke bombs and more magic and more of this and more of that? I'm like, do you understand even the basic thing that I'm doing? This is supposed yeah. to be this is a martial arts documentary essentially, and but they they just they wanted to see more like American ninja shit, 
Remember yeah. that series from the eighties? Oh yeah. yeah, shit like shit like that. It's it's like you're even the teacher. Like they were missing the fucking basic shit I was trying to do, but people like you guys totally get it from the get go. So uh, whatever, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's fine. It's <laughs> the, fine. The, the thing yeah, is, is like it was good that you made what you wanted to make. Yeah, I, I look back on it. Did... I still like it's not that bad. I, I did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy, like. I think I watched it like two or three times before we actually like premiered it. But, oh yeah, you guys. Pretty much everything I know yeah. about ninjas right now is from that movie. Oh yeah, really, yeah. yeah, me <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope to uphold that to the standard. <laughs> All right, there's there's another one out there actually called Shinobi Wins. And I did some music on there. Y'all check it out. That's true, Tendralar. Did I do music for that too? Kijao. I don't think you did. Uh, I thought uh, I did a oh, maybe Shapiro, trailer music or something. Shapiro made some music for it. Uh, I remember making something for someone. I think it was I maybe for something else. Maddie, you did a couple posts. I might have done it for like your trailer or some shit. <laughs> I don't remember. Maddie, you should post your uh, your drawings on on Superhouse page more often, man. Yeah, I haven't drawn anything for. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever you've done in the past, we need to have that like once a week, dude. All right. All my <laughs> shit sucks though. <laughs> Dude, just put to no put way. the shits you like on there at least. All right, fine. Damn, I mean, people want to know. Superhouse listeners want to see this shit. I mean, do they though? They don't. They don't want to see no. it. They don't know. Matt they Herring told me he wants to see these these drawings. <laughs> well, I mean, he can just he can just go to Old Beardo at Instagram. There's some on there. That's post them. Post them. All right, fine. <laughs> but it's not really what I'm doing now. All right, Dude, it's fine. Okay, I'll just post man. Some shit. It will be what you're doing. It will, <laughs> yeah. It will be what you're doing. It's funny because you have a beard and you're like really good at drawing beards. <laughs> it's like I do it's like, like I do like draw drawing the, hair a lot. <laughs> you draw the power of your own beard Hold to on one second. channel it into your pen. <laughs> yes. I think we're about ready to wrap all this up. What do you think, Stefan? Yeah, I could be down with that. I can I hear like, his fucking I feel like, around. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I think someone knocked on my door. Are you okay? Yeah, I was oh, sat shit, down. That's and... terrifying. Uh, I'm going to dial 9-1 right now. And when I hear you scream, I'll dial the last one. Bro, good Ready. idea. Yeah. Wait, my phone turned <laughs> off. Oh, my God. Huh? One! <laughs> no. um, yeah. What were you saying, Stephen? There's a lot more I want to say. I was, I was going to say there's a lot more I, I feel like I want to say about Logan, I feel like it's going to come up a lot with like the successive superhero films that we end up seeing and stuff. Yeah. Just uh, I guess find you know now that we're wrapping it up. But just, the final final message. It was just such a joy to see Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman hash out these characters together. For this film, <laughs> I loved. I didn't really talk much about X twenty three, but I loved her as well, and all the moments that Maddie was talking about. That movie was really just like. Hugh and Pat, you know, <laughs> it was just like <laughs> watching these two actors fucking get down and it really centered on that relationship. And I loved that so much the way Wolverine, when he gets out of that door, even in the trailer and he's just like, stop, you know, like the shit they've been through. <laughs> like, yeah. It was beautiful, man. <laughs> so beautiful. That's all I have to say about that. Maddie, do you have a final message for our listeners? Um, if it's, I mean, just go see Logan. It's great. Um, I feel like most of the conversations have been about Hugh 
and Patrick playing, <laughs> playing Logan and stuff. And, you know, it's great, man. Uh, but I don't think this movie would have worked as well if we didn't have Laura. Um, oh, for sure. I think, I think it would have been good. I think it would have been a good Wolverine movie. But I think her Definitely. tying it in and giving them something to... We basically get... Uh, we, we basically get this... Uh, for me, it was like, you know, seeing Xavier light up at this moment when she shows up and like yeah, they have yeah, something yeah. to be heroes for again. And I think that's why this movie works so well is, and it should be the last one because, you know, like at the end of it, we're, we're going to get some new mutants and stuff. And I don't know, man, it's so good. I want to see it again. I wish <laughs> I had it right now on DVD just to watch, you know, man, it's just. I'm sure once it comes out, I'll watch it a million times and just like dissect everything. And you know, I'm, maybe X24 won't bother me as much as the, as it did, but it, I don't even know if it bothered me all that much. It's just I think just <laughs> me as a fan of the comics just wants to see some of the Rogues Gallery show up. You right. know, like I think Joey mentioned, like Cyber would have been cool to see, like a version of him. And you know, I don't know it, what could have been, but like for the most part, go see this movie if you're a fan of Wolverine. Or if you're just now getting into like even the the Marvel movies and you think the Wolverine movies have been, you haven't liked them. Like this one will change your mind. You should see it. It's great. I, I don't know what else to say, man. Just it's fucking good, and I'm glad I finally got it. I just you come back, baby, come back. <laughs> don't leave me just yet. I need you. Don't leave me. <laughs> I agree with you, boys. You beautiful motherfucker. I think that wraps up. Episode 59? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever episode this is, it's been wrapped up. It's done. <laughs> it's over. We've talked a lot today. Check tonight. you. Check you, um, lovely check people, you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Andrew from Superhouse. I'm just here to remind you guys to check out our patreon page it's at patreon.com slash superhouse podcast and also we have an email you can email us directly at superhouse podcast at gmail.com and we are also on facebook twitter and instagram please check us out there thanks